Welcome to the Dear Padre podcast. I'm featuring some mini sermons, but I want to give some context for this sermon from the Holy Scriptures, uh, from the Isaiah reading uh, from Friday. So I'm going to read the text that was read. For Jerusalem has stumbled and Judah has fallen because their speech and their deeds are against the Lord, defying his glorious presence. The look on their faces bears witness against them. They proclaim their sin like Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to them, for they have brought evil on themselves. Tell the innocent how fortunate they are, for they shall eat the fruit of their labors. Woe to the guilty, how unfortunate they are, for what their hands have done shall be done to them. My people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. O my people, your leaders mislead you and confuse the course of your paths. The Lord rises to argue his case. He stands to judge the peoples. The Lord enters into judgment with the elders and the princes of his people. It is you who have devoured the vineyard. The spoil of the poor is in your houses. Why do you mean why do you mean by crushing my people, by grinding the face of the poor, says the Lord, God of hosts? Whenever we see the um, sin of Sodom come up in the Bible, we remember uh, what happened in the story of Lot and Abraham. Remember that uh, God has a God wants to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, these two cities that now sit in the place that is called the Dead Sea at the lowest spot on the earth um, after being rained down fire and brimstone on them. Um, God wanted to destroy them because they were wicked. Now, we get to find out how they were wicked when uh, some angels are sent to warn Lot. Remember the story how Abraham argues with God about how many people righteous people inside a city will keep it from being destroyed. And I think, I forget the numbers, but he starts with a hundred. God, if there's a hundred righteous people in the city, would you still destroy it? And God's like, "Uh, well, you know, is there? (laughs) Well, how about 50? (laughs) I'm not sure there is. Well, how about 10? Okay. Um, And they have this argument. And finally, God agrees to warn Lot, uh, Abraham's nephew, who is living in the city. And Abraham chose the, the, the agrarian lifestyle of the, the shepherd uh, out in the, the hills and wilderness, uh, and Lot chose the city. And so these angels go to warn Lot. Uh, Lot welcomes them into his house, and all of a sudden there's a riot outside. Uh, people are banging on the door saying, Lot, we want, we want to know your guests, they say. Um, and Lot, of course, is a conniving, duplicitous man, and he is evil himself. He's been infected by the evil of Sodom. And so he says, well, you can, I'll send my daughters out and you can have them. And uh, the Hebrew word for sexual encounter is to know. Um, And so they say, we want to, and this exchange happens at this door. And finally, and they say, we don't want the daughters. We want those men. So this is where, um, you know, culturally over the years, the term sodomy has been associated with this rape or a threat of rape from these, uh, this, this uh, violent uh, gang of men. And so the angels come out and blind everybody and they stagger away. Lot escapes from the city and, you know, his 
wife turns to look back at the city and she's turned into a pillar of salt. So it's a wild tale. Um, but if you find the, the sin of Sodom mentioned anywhere else in, in Holy Scripture, especially here in Isaiah, you find that it's not what we associate with the word sodomy today. Um, it's not at all the, the way modern English even still uses that word in a pejorative, terrible way against um, LGBT people to uh, call their whole being uh, sinful. And you see that in the, the sin of Sodom that's mentioned here in Isaiah is this oppression of poor people. It's a lack of hospitality for their neighbor, uh, which is what the men of Sodom tried to do to these guests of Lot. They tried to violate the trust that Lot had with, with his guests, and they tried to attack them and hurt them. That is the sin of Sodom, to not care for guests and strangers in the proper way, to not be hospitable, to oppress the poor, these travelers who have come with really nothing. They have no way to defend themselves other than just Lot standing at the door. Well, they have the supernatural power of blinding people too, which saves their lives. But other than that, all guests in our country, in our land, in our homes are vulnerable. Uh, they, they don't have the same protections that people who live somewhere have. And so the sin of Sodom is not homosexuality, as it's often been uh, promoted and preached and still is, talked about um, in Christian churches all over the world. It is the lack of hospitality. It is the violation of the trust of your neighbor. Because the question that Jesus asks, who is my neighbor? It's the one who showed mercy. It's the Samaritan. Um, it's the stranger, the other, who has come into our midst. We often describe the word hospitality to mean like having your friends and family over to your house. But the word in Greek is literally to love strangers. That's the word hospitality, to love strangers, people that you just met, uh, people that you don't know well, people that you're not sure you can completely trust, welcoming them into your house. That's the, the gift of hospitality in the Christian world. It's not just having a lot of people over that you know really well. Um, and this is hard to do um, in a world where we meet people, well, we used to meet people all the time that we've never met before. And now we meet people all the time on social media that, that we've never met before. And so we're constantly bombarded with strangers. And then we hear rumors of, of immigrants coming into this country and, and, and there's a caravan coming and all these different scare tactics that we are, that are foisted upon us. And then we end up in the same place as the people that I, Isaiah is denouncing where we say, we want to preserve what we have. We don't want anyone else to have it. And so the stratification of society where the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, happens again and again and again throughout the cycles of history. And it's something God takes very, very seriously. So the sin of Sodom that's mentioned in Isaiah is just the same thing that happened to back in, in Sodom a long time ago. It is the lack of care for the stranger, to love someone who's different than us. That, that is the sin that we must repent of as well. Um, the Christian church for too long has excluded many people um, on the basis of race, gender, sex, uh, sexual orientation, and a number of other factors that uh, have, have damaged our reputation in the world, damaged our witness for Christ. Um, and certainly Isaiah is denouncing all those systems that do that, not just in his day, but in our day as well. And so the Messiah comes, Jesus comes to right these wrongs. He shows throughout his life that he is overturning 
these barriers between people in his own life and ministry. And on the cross, he spreads his arms wide and says, you know, Father, forgive them, like all of them, for they know not what they do. He, his universal salvation is made clear, not just for his, the, his own disciples, but for everyone all over the planet. And his disciples, they go out all over the world and spread this message of inclusion and love and redemption and forgiveness uh, from, from Jesus Christ. Amen.